Welcome to Kick Back with Chris. Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast. Brought to you by www.mintmaster.com. All right, guys. So it's a windy Tuesday. I think <laughs> everywhere it's windy this this week, isn't it? People are getting trees blown over and all sorts of stuff. Um, so uh, yeah, a blustery edition of TBT, aka Matt. What do we call it? Uh, Matt Chat. There we go. <laughs> Matt Chat. With Matt, Matt, Matt Chapman. <laughs> that was the crappiest intro I've ever done to a podcast. <laughs> You're losing it, Chris. You're losing it. Yeah, amongst other things. But, uh, on that subject. <laughs> um, but yeah, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you, mate. Yeah, I'm enjoying the uh, blustery weather and taught a few what, seminars. Out, which I your kite, are you? Is that what you're that's doing? That's that. That's a my kite. Yeah. Um, <laughs> taught a few seminars. Uh, taught a few classes. I'm enjoying being back. Don't think I'm going to return to full-time teaching yet, but uh, it's been nice to get back out get back in the saddle get out there teaching you do miss it i think yeah i do when i take a gap i look i look yeah. forward to having a gap then i get the yeah. gap and then i'm like i need to do the thing that i do it's not yeah. right it's, i'm not doing it it's weird yeah yeah um yeah. but yeah i've not taught a seminar now for wow i don't even remember the last time is that because of... ago years ago is that injuries or other reasons yeah um injuries recently but um just needing a break from it i suppose i just i just i was doing it all the time and i think everybody just assumed i was always doing it yeah um and i didn't i just needed a break from it a little bit yeah you know doing all the different events and stuff i mean it was nice but yeah i just needed a break from it (laughs) the expectation of you know you always have to be because you know you're doing those bigger events and they're all that are wanting me to kick this and kick that and do that and do this. And there's quite a lot of expectation to be able to, you know, keep to a certain level because I see you once a year. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, um, it, yeah, I just got to a point where I was like, ah, oh, man, I'm breaking myself for this now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm one breaking of the reasons myself for a why... weekend gig and then I've got to go back to work, you know? Yeah. Well, that's one of the reasons why, uh, kind of fortuitously, mitt work, it, it being my passion, is kind of good because. You just got to hold mitts really, really well. You don't have to be in <laughs> necessarily tip-top tip condition. You don't necessarily have to be able to do a jump spin hook kick um, and impress mm-hmm. people. You just need to be able to teach and hold mitts. So I'm, I'm quite lucky in that respect. Ah, you bugger. You're all the good <laughs> ideas. You can hold the pads, still have his cake, still have his beer, make <laughs> money in his pants. It's not too. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Alone. Um, <laughs> I believe uh, you're you're having something done to your knee soon. Is that right? Yeah, I am. I'm having a guided. I think it's a cortisone injection. It's a steroid injection. Um, oh. So by the time this goes out, it'll be the same day because it should be out by the time I'm off doing it. Where they ram a big old needle in your leg and, well, specifically my knee. Uh, I don't know how they do the guided bit. I don't know whether it's like it's an imaging thing of some sorts because it's booked in with the imaging department so whether it's an x-ray or i don't yeah, know i think it's a live x-ray because they did yeah. that with my back injection but they knocked me out for it so i can wiggle around and stuff but i guess yeah. you're not being knocked out nope they're just gonna numb my knee a little bit and uh, ram the big old needle in there good stuff and mm. that's and that's because you've had what a couple of years of just grief of it yeah well you know it's it's sort of well documented with the podcasting and the 
sort of mini blogs I did with it all. Um, it was to October 2022 was the last time I did any sort of meaningful training. So it was about September of 2022 when I unfortunately turned a little bit too fast on the floor, catching my daughter and uh, finished off what was already the start of a meniscus tear. Yeah. And it yeah. was just a downward slope from there. Um, by it's sort of crazy, November, isn't it, though, that you, the injury often doesn't happen while you're doing like, yeah. martial arts. It's, yeah, it's something it was, totally it was innocent. January. Yeah, it was January 20, was it 22 or 21. I lost track of time. But it was I was on a TV job and I was sort of on the floor in a funny angle. Yeah. And somebody I don't know to this day who it was. I should thank them, maybe whoever it was that reached in and grabbed me to pull me off across the floor because I was I don't know why at the time. And I felt something in my knee, but it didn't really hurt. I just felt it. Yeah. I thought, oh, that's, that's weird. But then I was like, well, my knee still works, so it can't be that bad. And I think that's when it. Start. That's when I did it. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that was the start of it. And then that little twist on the floor was the finish of it. <laughs> and then it just sort of slowly got worse. Yeah. And then by about November, I wasn't, I just was stuck in a chair. Um, I had surgery May last year to yeah. correct it, um, which they did. And then I went through physio and I'm thinking this still isn't right. And I went back and they said, oh, you've got the same injury again. Like, oh, what? brilliant. Um, yeah, so they, they, they seem to think I did it again. I think otherwise, I think it was, I think they didn't tidy it up fully. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've potentially maybe gone back to training like this, like I was advised to, and it's, then it's gone again, that yeah. next bit, because I, I, compared to what I would normally do, I, I did nothing, you know, and I did all the physio and did all the, you know, was a very good person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I'm left in a position where they want to go in and have another go at it. I've had from October 22 to now of sort of not being able to train how I want to. Um, and the thinking is that this injection will just buy me a bit of time to just yeah. chill out, just to get back to training. You know, it's covering the problem, but it'll just give me a bit of a head break and give me a chance to sort of. Uh, yeah. And then if the whole thing explodes in that gap, then I'll get it fixed. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll have it fixed it, yeah. yeah it needs fixing anyway it's a bit of a sticking plaster but it'll just but, mentally give me a little bit of a break from the pain of it and um yeah just let me yeah i mean the it, problem with martial arts is it messes your body up i think oh yeah one way in or another the, in the long run you know i think when you're young these injuries you kind of get over them you you, you recover but they're always there. And then, you know, like you say, it just takes one innocent thing. I remember putting my back out, picking up a piece of A4 paper off the floor and like <laughs> just being crippled and laying what? on the floor. Yeah. Like nothing. Just reaching down for a piece of A4 paper, the back went and and that was it. Me out for a bit. Um, I think, yeah, when you're long, younger, you kind of cope with it and you probably keep training on stuff you shouldn't keep training on and you yeah. don't really get physio or rehab or anything like that do you just push through and those niggly injuries yeah stick with you and then when you hit what do you reckon mid 40s or i was yeah i it's weird because other than this nasty knee thing i've had going on i, I feel i was having this conversation with a student that i don't feel different any different than i can remember i think i feel a bit sort of 
I don't even know how to describe it. Like, like a bit more sort of dense. Like, gravity is not friendly anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, when I jump, it, I can do it, but it just feels like I'm heavier, even though I'm not heavier. It's weird. Like, I can still weigh the same, but it just feels like it's harder work. Yeah, yeah like, like, like I don't know. It's hard to explain. Right, okay. um, like, like, like gravity's fallen out with me a little bit. Right. Um, so I've noticed that. But other than that, I don't know. I just feel, I kind of feel the same. If that makes sense, it's hard. It's weird. I don't feel. I don't know. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel at 44. I don't know what the expectation is that I should feel a certain way. But I don't feel any different to when I was 34. I just hurt more in my knee. No, but it's a. I think it's like, probably. I, I just don't notice it. I, I think if I was, was about to, to say. I think I was yeah. to teleport from 34 to 44 in an instant. Like, I'd be like, shit, holy yeah. crap, what's happened? <laughs> what the hell? um it, yeah it's funny i watched videos of me back 10 years ago and like i'm doing a spin hook kick or something and i'm like geez that's fast and looked effortless and now if i throw a spin hook kick i'll have to warm up for 45 minutes properly stretch out you know and yeah. and then i would kind of have to get my head right to perform it whereas i could just do it with no fear no worry and just like sling it out there so i think you do change you're just probably not aware of it you know uh, as you as you get older and these niggly little things uh they persist don't they yeah yeah i i just i just try to keep moving mm. all the time like today um like i'm not I'm one of these do as i say not as i do types when it comes to teaching because i'm always you know, badgering the instructors, insistence. Don't join in with the classes. You know, make sure you're full attention. But I'm like, yeah, the kids are doing a circuit, and I thought, well, there's one spare. I'm, I'm gonna go and jump in. I'm in it. I'm doing this. I'm gonna do the circuit with the kids. So I was still paying attention to them, and there was an assistant on the side yeah. and another instructor in the room. So it yeah. wasn't that they were unsupervised. Yeah, so I joined in. That's great. And I do that every day. I just do something every yeah. single day and i think the key to it is to keep moving it's when you stop yeah that's then it hurts and then the temptation to not move is there yeah and then it's a downward spiral isn't it it's... you start stiffening up yeah. yeah 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 absolutely um but it is a common thing like most instructors i speak to plus 40 are nursing some sort of long-term issue that they that they've been dealing with and it's progressively <laughs> getting worse so yeah. like the, the question is like what you what do you do about that develop the <laughs> time machine um <laughs> i mean i i keep i keep moving as much as possible um yeah. and I, I modify my training yeah I definitely modify my training um you know years ago if someone said oh yeah go and do this i'd be like yeah okay i'll do it and it's like now it's more go and do this it's like little cost you Right. Um, I'm going to invoice you for this if you're going to get me to do it because you know <laughs> I, I can't risk doing this for fun anymore. I've got to, you know, uh, yeah. it, there's got to be a reason for you. You've got to be paying me for it. You know, <laughs> um, I'm not. Uh, I had a, um, I went to a charity event. I want to say five years ago, and there's a technique. It's got loads of different names. It's 540. Um, it's got mm. different names. Basically, so it's like a 180 round kick where normally your left your, your non-standard leg would land and then you kick the pad mm. whereas with this one you stand you step onto your kicking leg 
your non-kicking leg flicks you over and then you land back on your kicking leg again. Yeah. That makes sense. People have seen it before, probably. Yeah. And I did it at a charity event and I'd not done it for years. And this kid was having a, as kids do, having a bit of a mental tantrum about something. You know, I can't do it and it's not this. I went, look, I've not done this for years. I'll do it. And I threw it and I landed. And I think I was expecting to not land it. I think that's what happened in my head. And as right. I landed it, I just felt this like lightning bolt go up my leg. Oh, dude. And I, and I thought, Oh, that's not good. And then, um, <laughs> it was like, oh, it was the no. end of the event. So I got really lucky. And anyway, <laughs> I ended up having physio and stuff on it and I'd given myself like nerve damage or something in my leg uh, and like really bad. Um, I ended up having to have all that, you know, that cupping stuff and all that shit done. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, it was at that point when I was like, I am never ever doing this kick ever again. Like, <laughs> never ever ever again. Even if I can, I am never doing that again. Because this guy was, it was dead serious. The physio as well. He used to be uh, England, the England football team physio. Yeah. So he's well, not like, okay. yeah, Dave, the random physio from around the corner. This was a top guy who just happens to live across the road from me. Um, and he was like, you don't know how close you were to seriously limiting the use of your right leg oh man um and i was like all, right. all to keep a kid happy at a seminar yeah um <laughs> doing a learn. technique that i'd done a thousand times before i just hadn't done it for quite a while yeah um and it was at that point i thought you know i've got to start not doing this stuff anymore unless i'm getting like really highly paid for it or something um, or you've recently drilled at practice it stretched prepared nah, re- I ain't never doing realigned it again. your nervous system <laughs> you're never doing it again <laughs> ever that was yeah, the that... point there of no return like nope done yeah. that's yeah. retired forget about it i value my legs i'm a back I'm funnily back. enough like i'm having the same issue but not with jumping spinning kicks but with <laughs> uh jiu-jitsu because Oof. i've been training jiu-jitsu on and off for like 20 odd years um took a like a detour into kickboxing and mma competition and then you know returned to it but every time i go back to jiu-jitsu i mess my body up and it's not like i'm not tapping and not i'm going crazy i just seem to get caught in like weird positions and move and then ping a knee goes bop my back goes and i'm like oh so i really like learning jiu-jitsu because it's a really clever martial art but i'm like shall i just jack this in because it just seems to disagree with me whereas i can kickbox i kickbox three or four times a week i can strike pads i can spar i I can standing grapple but when i hit the ground something just doesn't seem to agree with my body at the moment probably because i'm carrying an extra stone and a half might be that Mm. um but you'd think it'd also affect the stand-up striking but it doesn't seem to i seem like my body just seems adapted and comfortable doing that so it's like do I give it one more shot and give it a go? Because the last time I did it, I injured my knee, just rolling with a black boat, really light, no, not competitive, just having fun. And I was out for three months with a bad knee. So Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Because we convince ourselves that we're okay and we'll be fine and we'll do it. But is it nestled somewhere in your subconscious, the, the thought of, you know, you're going to hurt yourself here. So, and then, the, as we all know, the more you hesitate, Mm, the more yeah. likely you are to hurt yourself it's the hesitation yeah. you know if you don't commit that that's yeah that's... yeah especially with things like you're saying about jumping kicks and stuff you have to be 
fully if you try and bail out of that halfway through the spin <laughs> i've done that so many times it's unreal and i used to just bounce and then yes. ping back up off the floor and be like oh hey, that was funny and yeah like not anymore <laughs> I, 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 there's actually a video i've got a video of me doing i was filming some promo stuff for an event and i was doing like this like standard like jump psychic thing and you know those big sentry pads that are slightly slightly more sophisticated wobble pads like you can pick up at the yeah. petrol yeah. station they've got sand in the bottom yes um and they're, i don't know how tall they are i'm like five ten and they're a little bit they're taller than me yeah and um anyway i did a jump psychic and what i was trying to do was just ping the top of it but what i didn't take into account is it obviously it tilts doesn't it so i kicked it and then my my leg went over the top of it (laughs) and that was i had nowhere i had nowhere to go so i just it just like pivoted me like body and head first at the floor so i instinctively reached out with my standing leg so i was in like the vertical splits but then of course (laughs) my foot was pegged to the top so my bottom my standing foot was never going to touch the ground (laughs) So I like hinged, I was hinged by my ankle on the top of it and it threw me, the momentum of it, it swung me and I landed on my shoulder on the floor. And on the cam, on the recording, you hear me say, well, that was fucking stupid. Like I mumbled to myself. And then about a week after, my right arm just shook all the time. Like it was, yeah, I hit the ground so hard. My hand and my arm was shaking for a week afterwards. I don't know what I did to it. Yeah, um, it's. <laughs> I thought, in my 20s, damage. I'd have done that and gotten up and gone, oh, that's hilarious. And like, let's do it again. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it's like, it's just, I know it's something like gravity. I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's gravity's get, fault. Gravity, and you get more dense and you don't bounce as well. And things I've always been tighter. a bit dense. <laughs> I've always been uh, tight. But one of, the, one of the things that I'm always uh, moaning at instructors about is like, you know because of the online course thing that i'm yeah. a big fan of it's just film yourself now because if you think about it now is the best you're ever going to be mm. if you you know as as we get past 40 now is the best you're ever likely to be it's a de- gradual decline over the next 10 20 years in terms of usable skill and what your body can hold up to so yeah. record yourself yeah, definitely. Excuse Even me, if you're not going to sell it or do anything with it, just put some stuff down on tape yeah. because you can look back at it when you're 70 and go, I could move. Well, yeah. well actually, 70 is a, 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 too young because my instructor, Bob Breen, is 73 yeah. and he's an animal. See, I'm just wondering, do you think now, obviously the population is living longer. Um, yeah. But you, I wonder if through, obviously through modern medical practices and be, I like to think in the most part, better pra- martial arts practices as well. Because yeah. some of the stupid stuff yeah. that we used to do as kids. Running and, barefoot, bunny hops down the mat. Yeah, yeah. The whole, great. did you used yeah. to do the thing where everyone like laid in a circle on the floor while somebody ran around while you were doing sit-ups? They ran on yeah. your abs, like yeah, a yeah, running yeah. race. Yeah, stuff yeah, like. Yeah. So people listen to this going, what's going about we do this now? Um, yeah. um feet you know feet together somebody stood on your knees pushing you in like the butterfly position for the split the stretching like Standing jumping on, on legs. jumping on your yeah. legs yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah. idea um, um all yeah, that sort of stuff. All. Yeah. and again there's probably people listening going we do that now <laughs> stop doing it yeah you it's might pay for good. it later it's not good for you to have your best mate dave jumping on your legs like that it's not good no. um 
but yeah, um, you, you know, that sort of stuff's becoming more of a thing of the past. So, you know, the next, the, 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 I don't know, my gen, our generation, maybe the next one next down, I suppose, are they going to be able to train to a higher level for longer? Do we think? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They'll be smarter. They won't break themselves up so much. They'll be doing things like ice baths and getting good recovery. In everyone's get... doing that, aren't they now? Yeah, as well? I know, yeah. I think they do it for social media, really, because you don't really need to show us if you do. I it, can't do you? be asked for none of that. <laughs> I swear to God, I like my bed and my coffee. Like, I do do not need to be in a minus four bath at like six at in, the in the morning. Why yeah. don't need that in my life ever? <laughs> <laughs> might help the knee you never know you know no no anti-inflammatory and all that i'll take tablets for that like okay. <laughs> um i think it, something's gone generation... wrong if i'm in water that cold something's gone really wrong really badly wrong yeah you're gonna die shortly um yeah i think the next generation are gonna yeah be training well into their 70s and 80s and being good nick and you know obviously medicine is improving every decade you know my generation of um, my kids generation are predicted to live to 90 100 so yeah but you might change the sports you do like you don't really see many 70 year old Thai boxers do you who are really going for it maybe apart from master skin um mm. but really you start to transition to other arts that are a bit gentler on the body possibly yeah and we're seeing you know the the gently I mean, in other sports, your football and your rugby and stuff, it's been a little bit more prominent. But your head contact as well with, with kids and mm. you know, younger students is now... I think, I think people are slowly starting to come around to the idea that it might need to be managed a little bit better in our sports. You know, um, It's going to be... Yeah, I have a couple of clients who reckon it's going to be like a, a legal issue yeah. in 10 years' time where you know people are going to start suing people about this stuff because they you know let their 10 year old kid get punched in the head well i mean look you've got it in other sports with professional athletes haven't you rugby players you know claiming left right and center yeah um yeah and why would that why would it not happen i mean that i don't know would you i don't know the head contact rugby is it intentional or is it a byproduct of something else it's a byproduct, um, but in martial arts, it's intentional. It's intentional. It? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're literally saying, hit him in the head, hit him in the head, kick him in the face, <laughs> kick him in the face. Go on, Billy, I know you're seven. Get him kicks harder. You know? Um, so, you know, we're, we're sort of, yeah, we're, we're kind of telling them to do it. And then, and then on top of that, we're, we're, we're teaching them how to more efficiently achieve it. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing, isn't it? I think for kids, I, I'm not a fan of any honk. Uh, head contact at, at all i think it's a it's no. a really bad idea in a growing brain it's a bad idea for a fully formed adult brain but at least you at 18 can make the decision all right i'm stupid enough to want to get punched in the head let's do it mm. uh but for kids yeah not not a big fan but um a friend of ours has has run a competition recently yeah. hasn't he for kids where um there's damien harfield where yeah. it was no contact at the head that's right that's right. And, um, you know, a couple of people that took part in it said it took a bit of adjustment and it does change the sport. But at least you can go home at night knowing that you've, you know, potentially saved a child from life changing brain damage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. not, you know, it's not extremist at all. I mean, if you think of how many thousands of people come through the door, 
there's got to be that one that takes a massive smack to the head and it's going to it's, it's going to have done something you know it's well um, every sort of head contact is trauma and damage yeah. isn't it and it just com- compounds and gets worse um it's not usually one shot that does it it's that's the, right all the sparring in class leading up to the competition and then a few knocks in the competition repeated over five ten years and then um yeah you're forgetting where you put your keys yeah definitely i know we're stuck at it all and it's it's, it's difficult as well because you start recognizing things like oh god i'm finding it hard to remember that now and oh hang on is that oh is that because i smacked it there too many times or is that just a thing you know and you start thinking about it and questioning it and it's yeah, yeah i've i've gone completely the other direction with it all like i used to have we used to have a lot of sparring we used to split our sessions down so we had a and b sessions so a was like a classes were like syllabus and forms and conditioning and then b classes were sparring sparring and more sparring hmm. um and i i we still let the kids spar but i'm just so much more careful with it all now um i would rather i would rather be accused of going soft than have that one situation where you've got a 10 year old laid up in hospital bed with tubes coming out of everywhere mm. do you know it, i just i you know what i mean I don't care if somebody thinks, oh, the instructor Fred thinks, oh, he's gone softer, not doing nothing. I was like, yeah, I know, that's fine, you think that, but at least I know I'm not going to be. But really, we all know, like, when you get hit in the head, it's not painful. It's like a bonk no. and you get the flash. Um, that's brain damage. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then you carry on. So, you know, getting hit in the body hard is more painful or kicked in the leg really hard is more painful than than headshots you don't really feel the pain of headshots do you no and everyone's That's different as well i was and my dad's the same as well where dutch don't knock out easily right. which is bad like i i yeah. remember the kicks that i used to get either the, the we didn't wear head guards and foot protectors and shit like that when we were kids in our taekwondo <laughs> classes and stuff <laughs> and the amount of kicks and heels to the face i took <laughs> and i just didn't knock out yeah so you're just taking it all straight yeah. into your brain yeah oh go on chris you are going like go on go for it and i just remember feeling dizzy and like foggy headed and like the next day like get up out of bed and be like oh wow this is just everything hurts yeah like it felt like someone's put your head in the vice Mm, yeah, that's, that's not like great. 11 and 12 years of age. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not, not great, really, is it? No. Um, I wonder what the counter argument is from the people who are like pro headshots for kids. Like, what, what is their counter argument? That... I would say it's probably, well, it didn't do me any harm. Mm, that's, yeah, that's but usually. That's, that's not did me any harm. That's like the same excuse smokers use when they yeah. live to 90 and they're fine, but, you know, lots of other people die at 50 because of it. So I don't think that's a legit excuse. What 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 else have they got? Like, uh, is it that it's not real martial arts unless you get it's part? In the yeah, place? it's it's part of our system. It's what we've always done. We can't change it. They know the risks. Blah blah blah. You know, it, I think well, kids it's, don't know the risks, do they? And, no, and, and then parents technically can't really consent to it either. It, it's you know, well, they but at least parents as they're fine with it. It's like yeah, no, they can't really though, can they? It's like. No. It's not the child's job to know that, that they, they, you know it's potentially going to cause this, that, and the other. It's, it's it's for everybody else to make sure it doesn't happen. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's hard. It's it's difficult, but 
Yeah, I, I'm. I've said this before. I've. I'm slowly, slowly starting to edge that way with all of my classes. Um, I've not done it fully yet. I'm just calming everything down, and I'm just pulling them up for um, any strong contact. And yeah. then I'm. I, I am. Yeah, I am going to definitely go down the no head contact for kids route eventually. Um, are, I'm just trying to like, do it gently. I don't want to just. Even though you're it. saying that, you know, and I totally agree, there are even like uh, MMA schools now, especially in the US, that are like you pull your punches to the head, you mm. know, so open hand when you hit to the head, basically, and then yeah. full power to the body and the legs. Um, and if you rock someone, you 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 know you don't take that next shot to you yeah. know to make well, sure. You, you, you're even seeing professional fighters now, aren't you, saying that they're not doing any heavy sparring between fights anymore? Yep. Um, and some fighters, are, uh, if they've hurt their opponent in the fight, they won't continue. Like, especially in MMA, because MMA is a weird one. When you knock them down, you can just jump on them and just continue to punch them until the ref pulls you off. Mm. And certain fighters are like, no, if I've knocked you down and you obviously clearly can't defend yourself, like your hands are nowhere near your head, your, your eyes are rolled back in your head, I ain't hitting you anymore so mm. even at that level where it's pretty brutal um there's still some people are like thinking about their opponents and stuff there's a knockout recently where a guy got really badly knocked out and then had a fit on the floor so i've US. seen that yeah, yeah. Just... and he said to his opponent thank you so much for not following up because i think you might have killed me if you you know landed mm. a couple of extra hammer strikes when i was in that state yeah so yeah man crazy it's... It is. It's it, stuff we do to ourselves. <laughs> yeah, it's mad when you think about it, really, isn't it? It is. It is. But we love it. That's the thing. We yeah. we love it. Um, and I and and the really odd thing is, as daft as it sounds to say this out loud, I actually wouldn't go back and change any of it. <laughs> like yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I just. I I enjoyed it for what it was at the time. Yeah, and I think that is possibly one of the reasons why people are like, like you were saying before, what is the reason why they? Because it is it, it it is good fun just getting your head down and getting stuck. <laughs> it's just good fun, <laughs> especially when you're a teenager and it is though, isn't it? It's yeah, it's, I guess you you're more prone to doing stupid things when you're younger, yeah. and you've kind of got to get it out of your system. But maybe there's a cutoff point where you're like okay there is there totally is i mean it's almost like making the argument well i've never crashed my car so i won't bother with a seatbelt. well uh, true yeah until yeah. that one time you hit a wall and then you go flying through the windscreen you know yeah. it's it only takes that one punch or that one kick yep we all know that don't we i mean we hear yeah. the horror stories you know um, and I, I remember sparring with like a, a, a kind of retired pro boxer when i was training for mma fights and geez that guy hit hard and he used to ring my bell every sparring session i used to go home with like a cracking headache and just feel awful and like looking back on it it was fun but i'm not sure i'd do that again it can't have done me any good really the sh the, the shots that he was able to hit me with because he was really really handy with his hands and i was mm -hmm. an mma fighter so not that handy with my hands <laughs> um looking back i'm like oh yeah not not good. It's, it's sometimes you just get through it and you get out of it scar free and and like wow that was a, a exciting ride but mm. sometimes you don't right so absolutely yeah you I mean you, you you look at 
combat sports, you look at sort of retired people, veterans of different sports, and the the variety of um, people you see. You, know, you look at some of them and you think, I mean, you, you know, you've I don't oh, I don't really want to start naming particular fighters and stuff, but because <laughs> people are like, I still pretty can't say that about him. But no, you look at well, you can to a degree, I suppose. You look at some fighters like I mean, all right, I won't name names, but you listen to some people talking in interviews and you think. That, I mean, they need to stop. That that's not good. They, mm-hmm. I don't understand the word they've just said. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, slurring the speech and you're thinking, oh my days! Like that's they've not come out of this well at all. And, and then there's others are able to stand on stage and present and give. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but also and, like you think about combat sports, like no one gets paid decent amounts of money to risk their, no. you know, the brains, do they? Really, if you look at it, like the top level. Even the top-level MMA guys don't get much. Um, if you get into boxing like Ngannou, then you get paid really good money, but you got to be the best in the world. Like He's Most people are fighting for like 300, 500, couple of grand percentage mm. on tickets, you know, taking a lot of abuse for pennies, really. Yeah. Yeah, it's they make it away from the fight, don't they? It's the, where they That's invest right. in it and, and you know, yeah. the, whiskey, the whiskey they make and the... Yeah, well, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, you know, they invest in it smartly out outside. But yeah, that Ngano, God, he's a monster, and you don't want to get punched by him. <laughs> no, one no. punch from him, it would kill you, resuscitate you, and kill you again. Like just one punch, like <laughs> he's a monster. I think I think he beats AJ personally. I think he wants it. Could more. you imagine like the film that gets made after that? As in what? About somebody, the, oh yeah, somebody that's yeah. ready to be made, isn't it? If he wins this fight, regardless of where his career goes from there, that that there's a film made about him. Well, amazing story from where he's come oh. from it, to where he's ended up now. Like he's being paid twenty million to fight, plus pay per view buys, plus sponsorships, so maybe 30, 30 million. Second ever boxing fight. He's ranked in the top ten in the heavyweight boxes in the world. Like yeah, and it's just. Ten years ago, he was, you know, digging in a mine in in Africa. Was homeless, essentially, wasn't he? Not, yeah, not France, a yeah, name, you yeah. know, and uh, it's mad. <laughs> I mean, it's, I suppose, if anything, it's a good demonstration of what you know what what a person can achieve if they are one hundred percent focused on. I am going to succeed. Mm. I am going to succeed. I am getting where I need to get, mm. and um, being really good at punching people's face off i mean <laughs> the wrist <laughs> as well he is a bit of a specimen to be oh, fair so i think yeah. there's uh, some genetic uh help there because he is a yeah unit yeah but um yeah so coming around full circle again um so i'm getting fixed tomorrow lovely um, well done but then i will be very carefully tapping people to the side of the head i won't be <laughs> with your leg yeah well, tap, tap, tap. for both some of that tip tap yes. shit yeah <laughs> yeah exactly everyone has fun no one gets hurt absolutely cool so um have you got anything you want to sh- share tell us about things you've got going on um yeah. new stuff in the works uh, no but i right. i'm teaching i'm teaching a seminar in london on the 10th of feb on filipino boxing which is one of my passions so if anyone wants to come along and smash pads you're most welcome also, also, we'd had an idea that we'd... Uh, well, I had an idea that I threw your way 
that oh, we yes. said we might talk about a little bit and see what people thought. Well, let's do that in the next episode. Get them to tune Ooh, in. Oh, teasers. <laughs> yeah, teasers. Tune in next week for Chris's great idea. Myself and Matt are going to sit in our pants and make money. <laughs> Live on stage. <laughs> well, let's let's see. Yeah, let's we're see. We're like a children in need counter above our heads every time we sell a course. the thoughts that people are having right now yeah it's not good is it (laughs) you with your dodgy back and me with your dodgy knee yep oh dearie me what a combination anyway on that note i'll let you get off thank you dude and i'll uh, we'll speak next week we'll do cheers cheers Brought to you by Martialytics. Easy to use, super powerful management software for your martial arts school.